News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Free public transport would result in just a 1% reduction in car travel. That is according to a report released by the NTA, the National Transport Authority. And this comes as Transport Minister Eamon Ryan ruled out the move, saying it would lead to an increased level of unnecessary trips. Brian Caulfield, Associate Professor of School Engineering at Trinity College, joins us now. Brian, I'm disappointed because I was kind of one of those advocates of free public transport, but I've read the stats. Explain to people why, I suppose, free public transport maybe won't result in what I would have thought was which is people getting out of their cars. Yeah, I, I can understand why it, it sounds a little bit uh, counterintuitive. Um, the main reason is, and the research internationally shows that we've recently done a national survey of about 2,500 people, and it also showed that people want more capacity and more frequency. Those are the two key things that they want. Um, they want our public transport system to be better. And looking at the results that come out of this Ernest and Young report, it, it shows that so few car users are willing to swap out of um, their car for public transport. That's an indictment on perhaps how bad our public transport network is at the moment. Okay, and, and that that is awfully disappointing. What I was very interested to see is 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 that if we did make it free, though, it would sort of cannibalise active transport so that people would stop walking and stop cycling and stop using the e-scooters. That's that's where people would actually make 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 the jump from one form of transport to another. Do you support that, that that's probably what would actually happen? I think that's what would happen. It's about 20%. 7% of people would stop walking and 13% yeah. people would stop cycling and then just go into public transport. The way in which we model transport in this country, we, we tend to be, you know, playing around with the people that use public transport, walking and cycling, and then the car is going to give a, a, a free rein on it. Um, so to get people out of the car, there needs to be more space given to walking and cycling for faster public transport, more buses and all of those types of things. Yeah. And then at some point, as the memo that was meant to go to government would have said, we need to start to penalise the car user once all of that is in place. So what if, if free public transport isn't the game changer and, and if I suppose the aspiration is to get people out of the cars, what do we need to do? We just need to invest very, very heavily in, in, in public transport. Um, so it, it was estimated to cost about 530 million, this free public transport. That would buy you about 800 buses. We need to do that for a number of years to get our bus fleet up, um, improve our, our, our rail um, network, build the light rail, build the metro, all of these types of things that we've been talking about for decades. Just do them. And then, you know, if we need free public transport, look at that. But then we start to need to, to, to look at the car. But it was very interesting this week that the AA came out with this. You know, five years ago, six years ago, the AA would not have been calling for free public transport. So it is interesting, the debate that's happened around this this week. OK. Um, other things that have come out in this is things like free public transport might lead to a more unpleasant experience overall for all public transport users because there might be increased antisocial behaviour on public transport. Do you think that's the case, Brian? Um, I don't see how they extracted that from the model. Um, I don't see that that's not the kind of thing that, is that a, qu- that a, a qualitative would. interpretation rather than anything else. It, it, it is. Um, and I was a little bit disappointed to see that in the report. Um, I don't see how they can back that, back that up with evidence. They do mention a couple of case studies, but, you know, it, that didn't seem very robust to me. OK, so, so you think that's more of an instinctive reactionary thing rather than anything that that really has uh, evidence to back it? I, I think so. I think they were trying to hammer home the point. But, you know, the modelling is very interesting. And what's really interesting around this is that the minister and a lot of people are saying, well, look, the model has said this. This is the thing to do. 
they don't necessarily always listen to the model when the model comes out and tells them to do okay. things. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward when the NTA model tells us this is something that we should be doing. Obviously, and I, I think you're absolutely right, we need to invest in, in good public transport that's accessible, that's frequent, that's probably goes from early to late. All of those kinds of things would make a difference. But I suppose maybe lastly on this, is, is there any role, that's kind of carrot, is there any role for stick... Uh, it also says in this something that might drive people out of their cars is things like increased fuel prices, uh, increased parking charges. Do we need to to use that stick on, on, on I feel very sorry for motorists, to be honest, but on motorists as well as, as, as increasing, I suppose, the quality of our public transport? Yes, definitely. I do think we need to, we will need to do that at some point, um, as I said. But only fair public after trans- public transport's already in place in, 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 a, in a good way? Exactly. But because if it's not, we, we, we won't have the space to put them onto public transport. So we do need to increase the capacity. That's the first thing that it's number one thing that we need to be doing at the moment. But like, as I said at the start, the thing that's kind of stark about this is even if it's free, you know, 99% of drivers aren't going to try it or aren't going to use it. So that basically says at some point the stick will have to all come right. out. Look, thank you very much for interpreting all of that for us. That is Brian Caulfield, their Associate Professor at the School of Engineering in Trinity College. Turns out Eamon Ryan and yourself, Shane, we're fully correct. Ah, it's a bitter pill to swallow. They're not words I hear from your, your <laughs> mate too often, Kira. I know. Take it. But I'll put it in it. the bank. I'll definitely put that in the bank. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.